my name is uh, Flavio Garofalo. I'm the category director for Savory at Givaudan. Uh, in this capacity, um, kind of look after uh, the innovation that we have for the Savory segment, uh, the, the plans for the future, how do we want to grow, and essentially work with a lot of people in, in the regions and uh, different functions to make these things happen. Uh, so my first proper question then is, uh, can you talk at all about the development of Prime Lock and what it makes it so special? Sure. Actually, to talk about the development of Prime Lock, maybe I need to take a couple of steps back and talk about a bit what we, we've done at Givaudan. And we started back in 2014 about um, uh, and what we wanted to do was to actually uh, work on protein because we saw protein uh, becoming a very important, um, let's say, uh, issue in the world, uh, particularly because of sustainability, uh, ethical treatment of animals, uh, and also the health that people had. And and when we saw the products that were in the market in terms of uh, replacements for, for, for meat, uh, we could see that there was, um, how can I say, a... Uh, a lack of taste or right taste or experience, let's say, from those products. It wasn't exactly the same as meat, and there was plenty of work to be done. And we kind of took that challenge. Uh, we, we really started focusing on the full eating experience of the product. From the moment that you, you take that product and you take it out of the package and you, you touch it with your hands and maybe you form it into a patty, uh, how does it feel in your hands? Does it feel uh, oily in your hands? Does it feel like normal meat? Is it soft? Is it hard? Can you mold it together? And then you put it into a pan and, and you cook it. And in here, all the sensations come to you because you see maybe the color changing. You touch it and you see that it becomes harder as it cooks. You actually can smell the aromas coming out into your kitchen. And you can even hear the sizzling happening when water is released and goes into, into the pan. And eventually you take it out and, and you eat it. And then how is that experience? You know, is it the experience like you would have in a, in a burger, for instance, where you have the juiciness flowing through your mouth and that you actually feel the meatiness and umaminess that you have in this product. And, and yeah, uh, when I compare that to what existed, uh, there was probably something to be done. And I think everybody agreed on that. So we worked on this. And during uh, the first few years, we really focused on trying to understand how pro protein behaves, how you, you, you do the extrusion to make it a, a high moisture uh, extruded product that actually mimics the texture of, uh, of meat. Uh, and in there, we also looked at how can we color it, how can we flavor it, can we flavor it before or after extrusion? Uh, what, what are the things that we can do to try to bring that full eating experience? And by 2019, we started realizing that one of the things that we're still missing, uh, despite all the work that we have done already, was uh, the, the juiciness that you have typically when you eat uh, a meat product. And, and we felt that we needed to do something in this area, that this was going to be a major step forward for plant-based products. So to start with, we started looking at nature. So, you know, how is meat generating this juiciness? And, and yeah, probably everybody knows that in meat there is fat. Uh, maybe not many people realize how much fat there is, but usually about 20%. And, uh, and that fat is not present just as fat is present in cells. Uh, they're called fat cells or adipose tissue. And essentially, it's kind of like an encapsulation system that holds the, the fat in. And what happens in meat when you cook it, it starts warming up, of course. And as it reaches about 55 degrees Celsius, 
then some of those fat cells start breaking up and they release the fat and then you hear also the sizzling on the pan and all that. And as you keep on increasing the temperature, more and more of those cells break. By the time when you get to about 80, 85 degrees, 90 degrees, most, most of the cells have, uh, let's say, broken or bursted. And that's why when you overcook a steak, it's dry. That's why some people like to have it, you know, medium or medium rare, because they feel that it's much more moist and it has different type of flavors. So you can see that the, the dryness is happening also in meat, but only when it's really cooked for a long time. Then we start looking at, well, what happens with plant-based products? How, how do we add fat in there to generate this juiciness? And, and what we found is that most of the fat is added as an oil or as a sometimes solid fat, like coconut flakes, for instance. Uh, and, uh, and it is not encapsulated. So that means that when that fat gets heated to roughly 37 degrees, 38 degrees, let's say 40 degrees, it melts. And it starts coming out of the, of the, of the product that you're cooking. So you see a lot of uh, fat and, and oil on your pan, but very little is left in, into your product. And that's what makes the product much drier. So then we said, well, the solution is to encapsulate this, right? So Givaudan, we, we have uh, years and years of experience in encapsulation, and we said that this is one of our core strengths. We should be able to do this very easily. Well, it was a bit more tricky than that, because we had to find an encapsulation system that would kind of start breaking down at around 55 degrees, and that would continue breaking down all the way like, uh, like fat in fat cells does. And that was the, the tricky part uh, to actually work on that. We did hundreds of experiments. We tasted a lot of burgers. We probably still have uh, uh, the, uh, the extra calories in our bodies from all those tastings. And, uh, and yeah, in the end, we found one that we said, okay, this is really a breakthrough. There were others that were also good, but some that really became really our favorite ones. And when we started looking at what, what they bring, they actually brought even more than just the juiciness. The juiciness was what we were going after, looking at that, that impression that you have when you taste uh, a nice juicy burger. But uh, there were other things that were also important. We realized that uh, if we put the flavor in it, then we can separate the flavor from the protein. And just a little thing that uh, maybe not everybody knows, when you actually put flavor and protein together, part of the flavor kind of attaches to the protein and it will not come apart. And that uh, means that over time, your product starts tasting differently. And that's not exactly what you want. You want the product that when you buy it after one week of being produced or three weeks, it's still tasting the same. So by putting it inside, we're able to protect that, that, that flavor from the protein. We also have visuals. So you have little particles that look like fat, like fat cells. So from a consumer perspective, they have that visual aspect of it. And also, uh, because we're using a lot less fat, there is a possibility to reduce the amount of fat and improve the health of the product. Really, what I'd like to know is how easy is it to use and uh, how easy is it for plant-based uh, manufacturers, manufacturers of plant-based meats to adapt it into their existing products? Yeah, well, Primelock was um, developed by food, food scientists in our organisation. And of course, they were thinking about uh, our customers and the equipment that they have in the factories when they, they have to, to use it. Uh, 
So in short, the answer is yes, is actually quite easy to incorporate. Uh, typically, what the manufacturer needs to do is to grind it to the right size, and typically they already have this equipment uh, on hand, and then to mix it with the rest of the formula. Like any new ingredient, of course, uh, there will be a bit of time to learn how to use it, how to create delicious products with, uh, with Cranlock, uh, and it will become a new tool in their arsenal to really delight their consumers. And can you at all talk about the uptake of Primelock? Um, and when do you think we'll start seeing the first products uh, produced with it? Yeah, uh, well, actually, the uptake has been quite nice. Uh, we have presented uh, Primelock to a lot of customers around the globe, so not, not just in, in Europe or North America. Uh, and actually, there's been great feedback. Uh, we, we've presented it in, in different types of applications uh, and, and very, very varied, actually. And, and what we have seen is some of the customers have liked it so much that they have started doing some pilot tests and, and some of them are even going to test with consumers now. Uh, as you know, development of new products takes time, takes a lot of time. And in fact, in the, the last few years, I would say times have been shortened because of the demands and the competition that there is. But still, it does take time. Uh, however, we're still hopeful to see the first few products in the market somewhere in 2022. Uh, the development of Pride Lock. Do you see it as becoming part of the ultimate replacement for meat? Or is there still a place for meat in the market? Yeah, are, are you developing something that can be a complete analogue that we don't have to turn to meat for anymore? Yeah, so maybe just a clarification. Prime lock actually does not replace meat. Uh, it's a component that we can use to uh, replace meat. And um, and I think that's that's a very uh, very interesting question because um, I think people eat meat for many different reasons. Uh, of course, part of it is because of the, the nutrition that they get. Part of it is because of, of of the effect that it has in terms of their thinking, the memories, and all that. So, are we going to replace meat completely? Absolutely not. I, I think uh, all of us will enjoy at one point or another uh, a, a piece of meat, uh, unless of course you're vegan or vegetarian. Um, but for those who really uh, like to have meat once in a while, they will have it. But this actually is a great opportunity to help uh, reduce the environmental impact that we have by eating meat by replacing part of the consumption uh, and also allowing um, the, the meat available to be uh, shared with also other people who maybe today are not able to eat meat uh, because of costs or other reasons. So in a way, uh, it, I don't think this will ever replace completely meat. And what is next for Free From and the development of further plant-based uh, meat replacements by uh, Gibberdan? Uh, and how do you develop a uh, plan on developing the product further? Yeah, uh, the question of what is next, of course, is, uh, is, a, is a tricky one to answer. But uh, let me put it this way. When we started the process of, of developing this, we, we kind of said, let, let's focus on one application that we consider probably the most difficult one. And that was burgers. Uh, why is it difficult is because actually it's an assembly of different parts. So it's, it's ground meat with different parts. Um, it's, uh, it's one that is easily to, 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 to have dry in your mouth and you don't have like a sausage, a, a layer that can protect some of the fat from leaking. Uh, so by focusing on one application, that means that we really spend a lot of time optimizing for that application. And as you can imagine, there's probably optimums that can be done for other applications. Now, it doesn't mean that Prime Lock as it is today 
it doesn't work in, in sausages, in dumplings, or in cold cuts. We have tested it in all these ones and ready meals too. And we have found that it does work. Uh, but I'm sure that in the future we can spend more time looking at how can we make them better uh, for any of those applications that it wasn't originally designed for. Well, Flavio, thank you very much for speaking to me today. I, I'm very happy to have been able to, to provide the answers that you wanted and, uh, and look forward to uh, seeing the first uh, products in the market too.